Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the King and Coach podcast. Hopefully you guys caught our week one, episodes one and two podcast. I know it ran kind of long, so I split them up into two. Um, just a quick reminder, if you're not watching us on YouTube, you can catch us on Spotify and put reverse on that. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can watch us either live on my Twitch or check out our YouTube channel, uh, KCNC Entertainment. Um, enough of so that. So many places to find us. I know. Spread spread ourselves around, you know. But uh, real real quick, just wanted to do a recap of our last podcast in case you did not check it out. Um, we talked about some of our predictions for the live series for MLB The Show. So I, I don't know if you would like to review yours or not. If you'd like to go first, I'll allow you to, I guess. <laughs> um, I... Oddly enough, did not do very well. Did not, okay. And uh, how, how do you mean? Like, things that I thought that would go up, like, nobody changed. Literally everything I touched on, nothing happened. Ouch. So Yeah. Even Tim Anderson, who I assumed would have gotten a huge jump, literally didn't move, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I know some of them, in, like, uh, if a player was touched last week, I know some, like, if they're not... I want to say, like, you know, your upper echelon players, like, that are already, like, 88s plus. I feel like if they touch them one week, they leave them alone for in between weeks. But um, if I remember correctly, I think they said in their last stream that this last update that we had was supposed to be the last roster update. So I kind of thought, like, the rules were kind of thrown out and it would just be, like, anybody that deserved an up update, they would get it. But I guess not. But. Like, yeah, that's kind of how I thought was going to happen, but it did not end up that way. Yeah, so like I, I went in deep and I did thirty-eight names, all you know, commons all the way to golds, and out of thirty-eight, I got eighteen, which I mean, you know, it's not quite fifty percent, but like most of them, it was like, you know, eighteen they did actually up upgrade, and you know, maybe they went from bronze to silver and all that stuff, but then like the rest, they just basically didn't touch. So it wasn't the fact that like, I guess that we were wrong. Like, we thought they were going up and then they went down. I thought I wrote down like a top 10 of like, these are locks for sure. I believe that they're going to go up. And I was I only got 5 out of the 10. Denard on the Braves, I, f I for sure thought he was going to go gold. And I mean, he went from the 77 to a 79. Um, Nimmo went from a 73 to a 77, so I got that one. Um, Alec Baum on the Phillies went up he, 74 to 75. Corey Seager went gold to diamond, so that was cool. He went from 84 to 87. Um, Corbett Burbs, Burns got a slight boost. He went up to an 84. But then, like, I, I swear, Adam, Wainwright, they didn't touch. Will Smith, uh, the Dodgers catcher, didn't go up. Will Myers, they didn't touch. Uh, Merrill Kelly, I put on my list. They didn't touch. Uh, Jimenez, the shortstop on the Mets, they didn't touch either. So, you know, if, if there was going to be another update this week, I would assume that some of the guys that we assumed and they didn't touch, they would do it. But like I said, I'm pretty sure they said in their stream that they weren't going to touch these guys anymore. Yep, it's over. So I will say the weird part about that I, I didn't, you know, like, I kind of looked into the ones that I said were going up. I didn't really bother too much in the ones going down. But, like, guys that I thought were too high, there was actually, like, Arnato. I was right on that. He went down, too. I still recommend, you know, if you get him, sell him. Like, I think you got him, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, Ozzy Albies, I thought he was going to go down. And, I mean, you know, he was hurt, so sample size wasn't as good. So he must have had a good week or something. But they actually gave him, I think, a plus – he got a plus one. And I was like, really? Like, even his numbers, I think he only went up to, like, an on-base of, like, 298 or something. So it wasn't anything amazing. So I was just like, that was a real head-scratcher for me. And then, Yeah, that's really bad. And then, like, it's the same thing with Cody Bellinger. Like, he had maybe a good week. His snow wrist went up a little bit, but still wasn't anything spectacular, and they made him an 86. So, again, I'm like, I don't – like, these are head-scratchers. I don't understand why they're doing this unless, like – I don't know for whatever reason maybe there'll be like a team affinity thing with them in it like is you know are they something along that lines I highly doubt that they're thinking that way but I found that really strange yeah it's one of those things where he probably like had a good average week so they like gave him a couple points in contact that was enough to give him an extra point or something really dumb like that even though his overall numbers are shit yeah, he was probably right there on the edge, and like, yeah, I don't know how they do their formulas. I would love to get behind the scenes and figure that out. But yeah, so that that was that's our quick little recap, I guess, on our live updates and such. Hopefully, uh, we still got this podcast going into the next year's game. We'll be able to do this more regularly, and you know, I'll probably be a nerd and start like an Excel sheet and try to figure something out, but. Um, always fun to do, always fun to do and guess our predictions and me, I just, you know, like to one, see if I know what I'm talking about and then two, be able to prove it. If somebody does say, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. I'd be like, yeah, I do actually. Like, here are my numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's the back of my baseball card. But yeah, so one of the, one of the things that we had talked about offline, um, I play a lot of showdowns. If you guys follow my stream you probably know that um with this new one coming out in the game where you can basically repeat it for packs you know a lot more people i think are going to be doing the showdowns as well as the showdown extreme um you play br a decent amount right yeah um no 12 and o's but i play it quite a bit okay so like obviously br is more for online guys playing against another another person and then the showdowns are just for the offline players um, playing his computer so um we kind of came up with our own kind of what we're calling the goon squad of guys that are kind of underrated but either their stats line up well with us or like their hitting is really good but their defense sucks so like their rating overall is not great but you know when you're playing in br as a showdown it you know it's really all about the offense so we came up with our top guys at, that we put at each position um King, I'll go ahead and let you go first. Run down your uh, your lineup, I guess. Sure. Um, these are the guys that if I see when I play BR, so I'll talk from the BR perspective. These are the guys that if I see them in a bronze or a silver round, they're auto picks. I don't even look at the other guys. These are the guys I'm scooping and making work. Um, at catcher, even though he's not a catcher and he doesn't really play any actual defense when he is in his primary position, um, but that left-handed bat in Kyle Schwarber is too nice. And the catcher position as a whole is really bad, so you get that huge power left-handed bat in a struggling position anyways. Like, that's an auto-pick for me. 
um, Edwin Encarnacion at first. Um, he's only a silver last I checked. I don't think he's gone down, but he just absolutely mashes. Um, same with Moustakis at second, but he's also a left-handed bat, which is always nice to have. Um, I know Kyle23, who's a streamer, loves Freddie Galvis. I am definitely a part <laughs> of that train. Um, he plays way above his bronze level for whatever reason. I don't know if it's his swing. I don't know if it's just he's glitchy or what it is, but he hits bombs for me, and it's silly. Yeah, I think he's a little oh. glitchy because I think he's like a, a bronze guy or something. But yeah, he's for me, like in the showdowns, he's one of those guys that I don't even have to draft him because he might be an option, you know, post picks or whatever. But yeah, I like him too. Yeah, and then Snow, you know what you get with Snow. He hits absolute bombs. Um, and then left, which is a weird pick. I am one of the few people that like his swing. Um, I actually used him at left for a while in the early, early game. Um, Justin Upton. Uh, he's recently got downgraded. He's a bronze now. But for whatever reason, I mash with him. It's kind of odd, but um, he's my pick at left center. Um, got two picks. Neither one of them plays center, but I usually throw Randall Critchick there or Hunter Renfro. If I see either one of those, they are automatic for me. Um, I actually was surprised that Critchick didn't end up making it to gold this year. He has had a pretty solid season. Yes. And and right, um, I got Jorge Soler. He's one of those guys. I mean, anybody that plays BR, if you see Soler, they're grabbing him. It's just, it is what it is. With that 90s plus power against righties, like, he just hits bombs. Yeah, that, like, there's there's a few of those guys. Like, yeah, Soler. Upton, I don't know if his injuries have kind of derailed his career or what, because he's always one of those guys where, like beginning of the year, I buy a handful of him because I'm like, he's a good player. If he stays healthy, he'll bounce back. And like once again, I don't know if he's like putting up the average or what, but I was surprised to see him go all the way down to a bronze. Like in terms of like the showdowns or whatever, where you get kind of leftover bronze and commons players, sometimes you get lucky and he's there, and he's definitely a card that I like to use on my bench or if I didn't have any outfielders, I'll start him as well. Yeah, like Solaire, he kind of falls in that same thing with like Bruce, like Jay Bruce. Like, uh, even if say you have like good good rounds or whatever, and you get like gold or diamonds or whatever in your outfield, it's nice to have those type of guys that can basically be like your DH for like your pitcher or whatever, or like if you're in you know one of those three extra base hits or whatever, and you have like two innings to do, like those are kind of like stud guys to have for my lineup. I, I agree with, with King. I went, I go, if, anytime I see Schwarber, I go ahead and take him and I use him as my catcher because there's just not a lot of luck or catchers that are really any good in terms of these, like, drafting teams and such. You know, like, if you had a choice of, you know, building your whole roster or whatever in, like, events or something, like, uh, I've talked about him before, but um, the Darno guy or whatever on, on the Braves, he's 79, so he's technically a really high silver but I've n I don't think I've ever had him pop up in a in a draft of mine, so can't really say him. But yeah, I like to get Schwarber's my catcher. 
Uh, Muncie, I like to put at first base. Just another power bat, but he also kind of has that versatility. So, um, you know, some days it's like I absolutely just murder the ball with him and I crush. And then other days it's like no matter what I do, I'm just rolling over or whatever. But, I mean, he can play like I think second and third base. So, you know, early on when you're still building your squad up, he's a nice piece to be able to like rotate around depending on who you have. Um, kind of falls in line with that as well. My next guy at second base, uh, Moustakis. So technically he's a second baseman, power guy, but I mean, you can put him at first, you can put him at third, same thing, just massive power. Whenever I look at him in real life, yeah, he's a power guy, I always, you know, I like him at third, but I don't like guys that are kind of like super slow and supposed to be in the middle of your, like, infield or whatever, but again, this is showdowns, this is BR, it's kind of all about power at this point, because you have limited of outs and such like that. In terms of shortstop, I went with Dansby Swanson. I don't know. I can't remember how good a year he's having. I feel like he's having a decent year. I think he's good. He just always seems to have a solid insider edge. Like he's pretty, I think he's pretty well balanced on both sides, but every time he always seems to have like at least a plus two or sometimes I think I've seen him up to like a plus six insider edge. So like he's got both that contact power and he's got some speed. So I like to roll with him in terms of third basements. I really like hitting with Moncada. Like, he's a 76, but most of my guys, like, I tend to go heavy on the lefties just because, you know, you're more than likely going to get the righties. But I don't know. I just, to me, he's got, like, I think he's, like, a 77 or, like, a 75, 70 against uh, righties or something. But I just rake with him and usually he has a nice little insider edge. I think lately in the season he's been struggling recently, but... Still, silver card. This is a goon squad. You know, you're not, we're not talking about diamonds here. So, and then the next two guys are probably like my all timers goon squads. So, Winker on the Reds. I legit will have like I did a showdown yesterday, and he was my three hitter. We're talking a seventy six silver that usually has a decent insider edge. And I have him as my three hitter over like golds and diamonds because I don't know you I don't know how you feel about him, but he's an absolute glitch card for me. Like, oh, he mashes. There's no doubt about it. Like even even days when I can't hit with anybody else, he's the guy that saves my ass ten times out of ten. Like he'll always be the guy that gets me that clutch hit or that home run. And then the guy that had left our goon squad rankings but is now back, Mr. Hap. On the Chicago Cubs, he dropped down from, I think he was an 80 gold to back down to a 78 silver. So I know he absolutely rakes, I think, righties, but he is a switch hitter. So he had that added benefit. And I think he can play, like, I think all outfield and, like, I think second base or something. So he's got some, like, good versatility, too. But he's another one of those guys where even if he's a silver, he always seems to, like, make it to my end final showdown, and he's still in the lineup. I just crush with him. So he's he's another one of those all timers. Um, right field, it was kind of tough for me because I feel like I rotate guys. Like I mentioned before, Jay Bruce, and he's kind of my backup here. I feel like I rotate guys depending on how I'm hitting. So yeah, like Soler, Jay Bruce, like there's a bunch of guys there, like Fernando Reyes, um, Mancini. He's just pretty well balanced, whatever. But if I had to pick any of them, or all, you know, if I had my choice of the bunch. I'm actually going with Randall Gritchick. And to me, this is actually one of, like, early on, I feel like he 
might have even been like a bronze or something, but he's kind of like consistently performed this year. He's done really well. And I feel like they've slightly boosted him up that he's now up to his 78. And as King was saying, like I could have easily seen him gone gold this year, you know, as well as the Blue Jays have performed this year. But, you know, if I had to pick anyone, it would be Randall Gritchick out there in right field. Speaking of him going gold, big fan. I have like 60 of them. Do you really? Yeah, I've been slowly like buying them, just waiting for it to happen, and it never happened. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, like, I think I'm going back and forth with a couple people about like, oh, well, what about like they do something in the playoffs, but I about like the updates, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure this was the the last like live roster update. If they do a playoff one, it's more like, you know, how they kind of rotate guys to like free agents because they're off like their forty man or whatever. Like I'm like I think mm. I think they kind of do like that, and then they might add you know some players that aren't in the game yet. But I don't think yeah I don't think there's any more live series updates going forward. So all those sixty Randall Grichicks or whatever, I guess just hold on to them and wait for stage four team affinity because I know me this is why I have so many packs that I need to open today. I hit that stuff hard these last couple of nights trying to get through some of these team affinities that i haven't finished yet and i've noticed like oh crap i didn't realize i had 10 of this guy or oh man i really thought this guy was going to take off and he's just sitting here oh yeah grichik will be used in my uh al east exchanges to get like the yankees or somebody whoever has the card that i want the quickest like yeah that'll be what he's used for do you have do you have any insider news or anything on the team affinities or who do you think they're gonna release in stage four do you have any ideas stage four i think is just going to be finest cards so it'll be they'll choose probably one guy from each team to give a juiced 99 to based on this year or they'll use previous years guys like kind of like that j ram that we got in the 99s in the uh prestige packs it'll be something like that I love each that. team will get one i love that j ram card you pick for like the astros if you had to pick one for a finest card i guess for a finest card um for like that's what's tough it'll probably end up having to be like, like there's not really anybody you can use for this year because everybody had a down year yeah um i was wondering if they would like like instead of it being a one thing for that stage like you know we had our future stars and then you know the face of the franchise or whatever i almost wish they would like mix it up and like you know one team yeah they might have finest and then another one might have like a signature series card and then another one might be like a playoff series card because i don't feel like they have a lot of those where yeah you know i have a feeling it'll have to be like you know, like they basically give Bregman like a juiced card from like last year where he almost won the MVP. That'd be cool. Like, and you know, there's certain teams that they have such a historic franchise and they've been around for a while. It just kind of comes down to rights. And I know one of the cards that I would personally love to have, you know, being a Cardinals fan, is I would love to have that like postseason David Freeze card. But since he's now retired, I don't know if they even have the rights to him anymore. So Yeah, and then the problem with like the Astros, they've only been around like 60 years. So there's only so many people, and they already blew their load with Backwell and BGO. So like, they don't really have anybody else to go back to. 
Yeah, like I know it's it's been nice that you know they got the rights to like the prospects and such for like franchise, even though I feel like most play people don't play it anyway. But you know they've they've done plenty of the you know future stars cards or whatever for prospects. So I'm like, please don't give us any more of that stuff. Give us give us some you know the the playoff series signature series. Introduce a new card. All I care, but like now, yeah. Now it kind of comes down to okay, who do we have the rights to? Who's a cool player or whatever that we have the rights to? Like I know we were sitting, I think, in Thrasher's chat the other day, um, and we were talking about like when stuff was going to be released. You know, like I think we have what five days, and then the ninth inning starts, and mm-hmm. you know they're not. You know that's all going to be that. That week's going to be the hype for that. So then maybe the week after that, that's when the stage four team affinity stuff will will pop out. But I mean, it it just feels like there's so many players that are still have not been released, and we're not going to get twenty bosses to pick from. So they got to come out in the team affinities. But I don't know. It's something that I like to think about, and I'm excited for. But the way that some of these tops now series things are going through, I'm yeah, I'm super worried that stage four is going to be a letdown. Yeah, to be. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but it just feels like, cause like we haven't we don't have Griffey yet, but I I could not see him being the Mariners stage four guy, cause I'd be yeah, yeah literally everybody's gonna have Griffey in like the first day. Yeah, like there's there's walking that fine line of, you know the everyone's kind of favorite players like yeah like the Griffeys that like you want people to have so they can enjoy it. But at the same sense, you don't want to make it too easy. But if it is mm-hmm. super hard, like like a, I think you had mentioned or someone else had mentioned, like if it was a World Series reward to get like a signature series Griffey, well then players like me are never gonna be able to do it, and then we're probably just gonna, I mean I'll still probably play because you know I, whatever there's plenty of players and cards out there that I'm gonna enjoy, but you know some of those players are gonna be like well screw this I'll go play Madden. Or screw this, something else came out. I'll go play that. I really wanted to play with Griffey, now I can't. So, you know, buy a game. Yeah, it's tough. But yeah, I'm kind of going into it with a kind of limited expectations. I'm hoping they knock it out of the park, but it's kind of like it's kind of like movies in general. Like if you walk in and you're like, oh my god, it's gonna be the best thing. It's never gonna live up to expectations. But if you go in like, I think it'll be a good movie, but I'm not, you know, you know, it's 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 a Disney movie or it's a whatever. Uh, Marvel movie, you kind of know what you're gonna get, and you go mm-hmm. with reasonable expectations. Then, like, if they do do a great job, you're like, "Oh my god, that was amazing! I really enjoyed myself." Where, yeah, if you if you're looking for the stars, you're always gonna be disappointed. So, mm-hmm. hey guys, this is Coach. I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. This was actually recorded live on my Twitch account, the Coaches under slash ba. You can also follow King over on Twitch. His username is King under slash Christoph 300. Or if you'd like to watch any of our other videos, we do have a YouTube channel, KC and C Entertainment. Perhaps you're too busy and on the go? That's okay. You can find our other podcast episodes over on Spotify. All you got to do is search the King and Coach Podcast.